Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, a flaccid cable kind of man, and with me is Deb. That's your moniker now? Flaccid cable kind of man? That's not my moniker. It's probably one of those unfortunate nicknames I don't know I have. I'm curious as to what other nicknames that you don't know you have. I'm sure mine are normally somewhere along the lines of ginger and bitch, but... USD? That works for US dollars, doesn't it? Yeah. I was thinking Universal Serial Doug. Instead of bus, oh, USB. Yeah. Yeah. Universal cereal Doug sounds like a breakfast cereal. Or a killer. What would Doug bites be like? Bitter, crunchy. <laughs> Bitter with the tobacco aftertaste. Yeah, it'd be like it. it I'd, I'd imagine they'd be like, yeah, they'd be like cocoa puffs with like a lemon head inside. Oh God! Yeah. Oh. yeah. So we just spent like five minutes trying to get the community high five right. Yep. How is it that we can't handle doing a high five where we happen to pat our chest at the same time? It, it, we, it always takes us, what, five times to get it right? At least. And then we always raise the wrong hand when we do it. That's the beginning of it, yeah. Yeah. And then we like get bad connection. and uh, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. We get there, but... It shouldn't be that much hard work to high-five. No, but it's not a regular high-five. It's choreography involved. I don't think we're that great with a regular high-five, either. I don't know. Okay, well, that went fine. Yeah. All right, then. So I got the elbow, and I didn't do the Jonah Ray back high-five like I usually do. What's the back high-five? Like when you go high-five, and I got the cigarette in my hand. Oh, the back of the hand Yeah, you do the front of your... Well, the... Oh, like that? Yeah. Okay. So we do it at the same hand. Yeah, so it's like a male-female, like, port thing. Ouch. A lot of tech talk on this one. I like that this is our version of tech talk. Or my version of tech talk. I broke my Xbox and I can't figure out where the manual release is. Oh, well. Oh, well. I was going to go tech talk and then we're talking about high fives. Is high fives tech talk? Well, it was technically talk. I want to hurt you. Yeah, I get that a lot. Like I said, you made me watch a really kick-ass episode of League. Goddamn right I did. I was going to say, I love the League anyways. But just having, uh, it's it's the new episode, it's the fourth episode of the fifth season, and it's uh, self-contained, co-written by its co-stars, Seth Rogen and uh, Jason Manzoukas, who, Jason Manzoukas is one of the reasons I, I watched that show. I mean... Well, he didn't come in until later, though, but... Uh, uh, well, Raffi didn't come in until later, but yeah. No, he came in on the first season. Yes, but I mean not in the first few episodes. Oh, no, no, no. Because it's Sophia's brother. Yeah. Sophia's really creepy, overly touchy brother. Yeah. Well, that's the beginning of it, and then he just... I think they literally just went, like, how far can we push that character? Because everything he says is... Just terrible? Yeah. And he walks around with hot dogs in his pockets mm-hmm. now for some reason? He always has a pocket hot dog. That's, that's established in the fifth season. I kind of want a hot dog now. I don't have one in my pockets. I wouldn't eat it if you did. Okay. Pocket hot dog? Are you kidding me? Pocket dog? It's like having, you know, pants cheese. Well, that... It's just not something you put in your mouth. This all sounds so gross. I know. Because that's a way of saying, you know, like you're kind of playing with yourself is like checking your pockets for hot dogs. So I wonder if that's where that came from. I've never heard that phrase before, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the butthole in these pants? How do you take a shit? It's awesome. Weird. I also like how they burned off all their cursing in the first five minutes. 
that was probably what they were going for. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it was nice. You had Ken Daly and or not Ken Daly. Um, at uh, Andy Daly is was one of the Cox brothers, and then the other guy who we think was on Doogie Howser. The best friend from Doogie Howser, but older and fatter. I, he was, I could be wrong though. You know, it really helped my body image fucking seeing um, Seth Rogen in a Speedo, though. I really don't feel that bad about if I went to a beach now. You wouldn't wear a Speedo, would you? No. Because I really don't think any man should wear a Speedo. You can wear, like, the James Bond-style kind of shorts bathing suit, but you can't wear a Speedo. Those weird, like, Spanx-looking ones? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. You made a friend, Doug. No, I didn't. Oh, come on. He likes you. Yeah, well. Be nice to Trogdor. Um. So yeah, uh, the, yeah, league's been great. It's it's. I, I, well, they started out pretty high, and then they just keep kind of amping it up. Well, in really weird ways, because it's kind of a kind of a um like kind of a black sheep of a show for FX, where it gets the ratings, but like you don't really hear about it in like entertainment news. But it's got a ton of people. I mean, it's got Seth Rogen, it's got Jason Manzukis, it's got Nick Kroll and Paul Shear. Like I said, I never hear somebody say the league's okay. It's always I love the league. Or I hate it. Well, yeah. Some people just aren't into stuff like that. It's very weird because, I mean, that's like the sportiest thing that I'm interested in is the league. And that's a sad state of affairs. No, it's a good state of affairs. Unfortunately for, yeah, my friends who are in sports are like, oh, you don't like sports? I'm like, well, I watch the league. And they go, well, that's not. And I said, yeah, I know. But it's had Ocho Cinco on it. It's had Jay Cutler. It had um, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. I mean, it's got names that we know. Oh, she just uh, protects your heart. (laughs) What was, oh, that's the one with uh, the... Not the sister, but like the, no, it's the, the mean, hot girl the, from the mean hot girl from high school that he's yeah. really into, and then she totally just destroys him, and then he runs into her later on, and she's dating Adrian Peterson, and he's oh, that's right, having a hard time dealing with it. That's right, and she's on something else too, like she pops up in stuff. Um, yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. Unfortunately, I can't think of her name or anything else that I can reference right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, she's in stuff. That girl. That girl. I want to say she's on like Always Sunny, but I don't think that's right. Maybe. Um, this is our inaugural podcast with the new mic. So I'm wondering how much of us drinking giant ass cans of Red Bull is being picked up. Well, I'm sure people can tell we're drinking a lot of Red Bull, but... Um, yes, that's right, folks. Red Bull. Not whiskey, because it is very early on a Saturday. It's not early. It's it's afternoon now. It was early when you got here with the Red Bulls. Mm. That's true. Um... I feel like we should get a Red Bull endorsement. We pop, yeah, that might be something. To... However, getting like a Red Bull endorsement and a Jameson endorsement, you can't really have the two. I at one point was uh, a, a borderline me, alcoholic. Man, I'll chase anything with. Ugh. I just I don't even care. Ugh. By the way, Doug, borderline. Well, okay, I was a functioning alcoholic. I'd say high functioning, but yes. High functioning, yeah. Let's, let's make it sound as complimentary as humanly like possible. I said, let's own this. And it's not like I haven't been there, too. I said, I'm not outing you on this to shame you. So much shame. Well, I mean, you know, when I had um, one of our... Uh, the old boss we have in common from the cafe, when, you know, she's writing the memoirs of of this counterculture hub that, you know, that 
God, I hope she doesn't. She had no idea what was going on. Well, no, and then she came to me and said, you know, do you have any, you know, stories? And I'm like... So many not, stories. Not that don't involve, yeah, like, getting drunk and starting fight clubs or, you know... God, you starting that fight club. That wasn't me. Oh, that, that wasn't me. That was not me. That was not me. Was of all people. you hating the plastic shot glasses, so you and... Uh, Rachel doing the plastic. the box the boxcar bombs. I was gonna say so it was the, it was one of the plastic bar pitchers and uh, a rocks a glass rocks glass wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah Instead to this of, day you were the reason that I can slam car bombs so God fast damn and nobody right. can I was gonna say nobody can catch up with me God damn right I got many uh, good men have tried I've had people there like oh I bet you I could I'm like I don't no, know no it's been a long time it I might take me know. one bar session to get back to that but it's muscle memory man <laughs> that's it, what it, she said. Yeah. Um, this is a very high five This is a high five Fucking. I feel like maybe we should put a picture of high five ghost up on the. I was going to say up on the Twitter before this one comes out. So we could do like a three way high five with the ghost. I could do that. Yeah. Oh, high five ghost. Um, that reminds me, speaking of shame, have you watched the <laughs> Adventure Time episode where they're trying to get the armor? No. Okay, at the end of it, though, Jake ends up getting the armor and he's in the. No, it's Finn that puts on the armor, I think. And he says one of my favorite lines in the show is, I have, I was going to say, and I couldn't have all done all of this without the power of embarrassment. Because <laughs> basically the entire episode, people are kind of getting shamed into doing things. Oh, the power of embarrassment. It's a powerful power. It's really That's funny. They say, that, they, they say that, you know, sex and death are the only two motivators. No, I think revenge and shame are kind of up there. Oh, they're, yeah. It's yeah. driving for yeah. Some kind of guilt. Envy. Yeah. Yeah. In a modern society, yeah, absolutely. I guess envy kind of goes with lust, but you, you you know what I mean. Or jealousy. I mean, it's it's there's. We're basically starting to name the seven deadly sins now. What do we got? We got envy and lust. Revenge. No, it's anger. Anger. Wrath. Wrath. There we go. Wrath. Yeah. We could name all of them, but frankly, you and I are a little dumb today. I did actually once want to start a Vegas restaurant where it would be seven course meals based on the seven deadly sins. Seems like something that could work in Vegas. What would you have for wrath? Hmm? Something really spicy. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, something really spicy. Now, would lust or sloth be dessert? I would have lust be dessert because it would be chocolate. Sloth would probably just be something in excess. Okay. Or maybe something that makes you sleepy, so maybe like turkey. <laughs> tryptophan just tryptophan you know in a little shot glass just a roofy apartif oh god but yeah like this seems like a restaurant that would work in one of the vegas casinos no oh, yeah yeah nowhere else in the entire world just call it deadly or seven seven yeah but the marketing alone like you couldn't get away with not doing like the seven logo we should serve like four logo really cat i'm sorry he's used to you now Good lord. He's like hanging on the couch like, no, don't take me away from him. I'm like, get away. Sorry, the, I was going to say, I'm sorry you made a dragon friend. I can't trade him. Oh. I know, that was bad. Sorry. That was, uh, I was, that was watching. That was really bad. I was watching the season finale of um, Heroes of Cosplay. And uh, one of the group skits was um, How to Train Your Dragon. And I just... They did a really good job, but it was really interesting because the girl slept, there's a girl who slept in her contacts and had to go to the hospital, and I'm like, 
how did you sleep in your contacts so poorly that you had to go to the hospital? I don't wear contacts, so I, I don't have a good gauge. Well, I have slept in them, and it's like, okay, there was, I had a birthday where, um, I think it was my 21st, actually, that uh, because I was so hammered, I slept with my contacts, and I got a scratch on my eye the next day, but not to the point where I had to go to the hospital. You know, some people are more sensitive than others. Well, I'm wondering if they were, like, cosplay contacts. Yeah. So, um, I, I think that might have been the one where they prefaced it by going out to a bar with, like, all the cosplay people. Dressed, or? No. Okay. No, they were just hanging out. Uh, everyone except you know for, like, the guy. Like, all the girls seem to, like, socialize, but the guy, Jesse, like, never seems invited. And I don't know if it's because he lives in a different area, or they kind of pimp him as, like, the... Kind of, uh, like, a new... Not a new to... To cosplay, but kind of like an unknown. Whereas the rest of them are They've kind known of each names, other for yeah. A while. They're they're a little. So he kind of seems like new to like the dynamics, but not the actual events. Okay. Um, but he does some really fun. I mean, he does some really fun work. He did a a, a steampunk stormtrooper. He did. Um, he was the first one to do. Um, because the game's not even out yet. But he did the um, new Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, because it's based on pirates. And he did all that, and it's it looked really good. Yeah. I mean, the new Assassin's Creed looks really, really good, so... Oh, video games. Well, it looks like they're kind of pulling a bit of a Final Fantasy, where, like, you had a string of good games, and then, like, they're starting to integrate, like, multiplayer and online, and it, like, that's what kind of stalled the Final Fantasy series with, uh, I think it was Final Fantasy X, it was almost purely online, and it was just, like, it just stalled the franchise, and it looks kind of like that's where it's gearing up to go with Assassin's Creed. Creed you know I mean that really it's like it's 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 not a franchise I see where you're like you're gonna have like six or seven like with Final Fantasy you can kind of always tweak the formula because it's it's pretty much just magic and technology you can do a lot and have different stories in their different worlds but Assassin's Creed it's all like based on like previous lives I don't so. know I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> do you want to wake up the whole planet? I do. do. Alright, it looks like your Trogdor problems might be over. He's going to go sleep in his box. Go to your box. Um, what else we got? We've done the League. We're now on Assassin's Creed for some strange reason. Nah, it happens. We're on Fanboys. Speaking of nerd crap... Um, so, yeah, um, I had you and Gonzo, um... Quoting fanboys at you? Quoting fanboys at me, well, and I... now I can't for the life of me think of what I quoted at you for fanboys. Um, I'm not quite sure either. I, off the top of my head, and this was, you know, weeks ago, but, um, so I just went back and, and re-watched it. Mm -hmm. Um, some interesting stuff happened, like, I noticed that, uh, you know, we had talked about Ready Player One a couple of weeks ago. Um, fanboys, loved. Yes. yes, fanboys co-written by um, Ernest Cline, which I had no idea, but I saw Did fanboys miles before. I read oh, Ready well, one. yes, yeah. yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, by the way, speaking of Ready Player One, did you know that he set up his own Ready Player One scenario in Ready Player One? What? He hid Easter eggs in the book. Oh God! And kind of pulled that, and the. Um, the prize, which was one, um, 
was... It's not going to take somebody, what, like 20 years? 10 years or something. Well, yeah. it was like, I think, four years until um, Percival gets... When is Percival's really? Oh, Wade. I was going to say uh, Wade Watts. Wade Watts, yeah. Because yeah. Um, it's a comic book joke, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you come in at, like, what, four years into I the hunt? I think it's longer than that. I think it's longer than four years. Is it, it's not more than, like, four or five years. Because at that point, he's talking about how it's been... Great, now we're like, going to have to go back and reference this. I think he said something about, like, it's been five years, no one said anything, and, like, all the, like, interest in it's waned. Yeah. Um, but the Easter eggs that he put in the book? I don't recall them specifically. Off the top of my head, they're, they're listed online, I think, on his Wikipedia. Well, now I'm going to have to go look it up. Um, but what was the price? Uh, DeLorean. <laughs> and apparently they're building um, the car that uh, Percival drives in... Um, the book that's like the weird uh, Ecto-1 um, Knight Rider DeLorean. Like apparently he's fabricating that and part of his website is um, dedicated to the progress of it. He's got a really neat website. Like I really like it. Um, I hope he's working on a new book. I can imagine he wouldn't be being a best-selling author. So. I was going to say, because as we talked about last week, I liked Ready Player One. I almost enjoyed it more the second time I read it, because I could skip the exposition. Not that it wasn't necessary, it's just, you know... It, but once you have the world in your head, then you're pretty much good to go. And that was, I think, my initial thing with it was, like, it was, like, 70 pages of... It was. Well, it's funny, funny though, because I, I, I kept having those wait for it moments with you when I would ask you how far along you were, and you'd be like, this is happening, I'm like, it's going to be an awesome. Well, it's like, really, it, the book doesn't outright start until he really does find that first key, and then it just, it's just yeah. 100 miles per hour after that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I understand that he's got literally two worlds to set up. He's got kind of the real world, and he's got the, I want to say Oracle, but that's not right. Oasis. There we it's go. Like yeah. the Oasis to set up as well. Um, it's just a, and it's kind of a weird one to describe to people because I always go with, well, it's kind of a like virtual reality Gary Gygax scenario. Well, I immediately bought into it, but we've talked about it before. I'm like, I just went straight Snow Crash on it. Yeah, but if people haven't read Ready Player One, it's hard to follow that. But well, it's a lot like. Yeah. Excuse me, Snow Crash. Are you burping Red Bull. It's not even coming up. It's just kind of it's churning. Stuck, is it yeah. stuck in a bubble with the smoke? Yeah. Ugh. Ha ha. Ugh. That sounds terrible. Eh, it's what my insides are. Well, what were your other thoughts about fanboys? Um, just seeing, I, I want to say his name Sam Worthington, but I'm not sure that's right. Looking 12 in it, I mean. So young. The All the cameras, I forgot Kevin Smith was in it. And Jason Mewes. Yeah, yeah. But they don't, they don't play like, Star Wars people, they just play Kevin weird Smith bathroom, selling, Kevin weird Smith bathroom pimping. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I told you, womanly, right? Womanly, right? Yeah. Soft and womanly. He has a really weird haircut in Fanboys, too. Who? Um, Kevin Smith. Does he? It's a lot more square on the top. I don't, I don't know. I didn't notice that. I mean, Jason Mewes at that point had, he had gone to short hair. Yeah, no, this is after he cut off all of his hair. Yeah. And then they have, I like how they have Harry Knowles, but it's not Harry Knowles. Well, Kevin Smith was actually uh, going to play the Harry Knowles part, and then um, uh, schedule-wise couldn't make it work, so they end up having uh, Ethan, Sol- uh, uh, what's his name, Ethan Sulpey? 
I want to say slurpy, but I know that's not right. <laughs> I think it's sulpy. Okay. Um, and what's her name from Arrested Development in it? And she looks even more like she's 12 than usual. Um, uh, that's not the same actress. Maybe? Oh! No, I was thinking about the, the girl in the coffee shop. Yeah. That's not the same actress. She works on Suburgatory now. That's not the same actress who did Maybe. It isn't? No. You sure? I'm positive. Internet, tell, weigh in on this one. We're going to look it up on IMDb after mm-hmm. this. And the guy from the league. Um, now, did you catch the Veronica Mars reference? It's been a while since I watched it, hun. Well, you're talking about the cafe they go into. It's also the cafe that... Veronica Mars worked at mm-hmm. in season two, which I've been rewatching. Which is Jabba the Hutt. Which, admittedly, I could never name, if I started a coffee shop, I could not name it that in good conscience because it'd be like, it's not, you know, it's... Why does it sound like there's a serial killer outside? Yeah, that's psycho, though. I know, but whenever I think serial killer, I sink that inside my head and see the hand with the knife stabbing. Killing Anne Hayes. <laughs> or, what's her name? <laughs> No, it's not Anne H. It's uh, uh, who is the one that gets offed in the in the uh, remake? Oh, I don't know who it's. Is in it the Jennifer remake. Jason Lee? It might be. It's um, it was Janet Lee in the original, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember who. It, I never saw the remake. It's with was it with uh, is with, it uh, Vince Vaughn? With Vince Vaughn, yeah. I wanted to say uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Into that no, movie, I was right? gonna say no. I never saw the remake. Uh, it. It looks it's, stupid. Well, it's well pointless more than stupid. It's cool because they do it pretty much shot for shot, which is. Awesome, it just seems but like that has no real artistic merit. <laughs> it's like the only difference is the blood's red, you know what I mean? And the, it, it doesn't have the same weird, Emotional awesome, intense. creepy spirit that Hitchcock's had. And Hitchcock did like cool things, like in Psycho, if you watch, everyone who gets out of the opposite side of the car they were originally sitting on dies. Well, what's interesting in Psycho is that they also say that was one of the first movies that actually made people start to show up for movies on time. Because if you, it had the thing, it had the poster that said, that if you show up five minutes late, like, it's not gonna, yeah. you're not going to get it. Anything else was, you know, he did the interesting thing where he killed the star within the first half of the movie. Like you think, Oh, not even first half. It was like the first like ten minutes. But I'm just saying, it starts out, and you think it's about her taking this money. Oh, yeah. no, we're going to take dead. a left turn. Yep. Like I said, that's just, he was one of the, the first, I think, to do crap like that. Love you know, like, Vertigo is one of my favorite movies. You know, I actually had a friend who years ago had Vertigo on video vinyl. Video vinyl? Yeah. What the fuck is video vinyl? That's what I said, and he explained it to me, and now I don't remember it, so we're going to have to look it up again. But he had this collection of obsolete technology, and that was one of his prides and joys. Was who Vertigo. didn't own Abyss on Laserdisc? Is that a joke? Possibly. They're like, hmm. We can watch it on Laserdisc. Yeah, but Abyss was like the big, it was like, you know, it was like having a Criterion fucking DVD back in the day. That was a big fucking deal, was Abyss on Laserdisc. Which is weird, because I was just talking about Abyss. Um, Oh, I totally have a, the world, or AMC told us we were wrong. Okay. And then I'll get to my weird Abyss, because I was comparing it to um, uh, Avatar. Um... (laughs) Okay, anyways. But, uh... How did AMC tell us we were wrong? I walk into work, 
and we were, I think we were talking about this last week. Um, I walk into work, and I'm literally probably halfway through it when I, it's like half an hour in, and I walk in, and Desperado's on. Oh, and I'm like, okay, hold on, check out this fucking triple threat of the most awesome six hours of just having AMC on randomly in the background. Yeah. Desperado, Pulp Fiction, The Departed. Wow. Yeah, like, it was like, fuck yeah, and then I had to change it because they were showing the Breaking Bad marathon and I didn't want spoilers. Um, yeah, work's kind of ruined that for me because we show Breaking Bad on Sunday nights, so I've had to see the second half of all of the last episodes. Do you do a episodes. deal called, like, Drinking Bad? They made a joke on Nerdist about, they were talking about Talking Bad, and they're like, is this Talking Talking Bad? <laughs> this is yet another show, for fucking another after show for fucking, did I show you Comedy Talk Talk? No. You did not show me Comedy Talk Talk. No, but, finish your thought about Desperado. So, uh. Desperado! Uh, we were arguing on, like, how all the white people die, and by all white people, I mean all both of them. Um, and, uh, it was, uh, Steve Buscemi did indeed die at Denny Trejos's hands mm-hmm. of the knives and it was um uh Tarantino gets uh shot the fuck up in the first big action piece um in the bar when they like kind of do the reveal of opening the guitar case yeah and then the guitar comes up and there's like the cock gun from um uh is it Dust Till Dawn where you f- really first see the cock gun get used I think it might be Dust Till Dawn. I think it is I Dust Till Dawn. But it's but it was in Desperado first. Because I, I know I don't think it was used in, in El Mariachi. No, I think that was I a, don't a think so. El Mariachi was a lot more straightforward in terms of the weaponry. Yeah, it was also a lot more low budget because that was one of his one of his first attempts. That was a straight to VHS. What El Mariachi? Yeah. It's weird because outside. It started getting more popular when they did the double DVD of El Mariachi and Desperado. And it's funny because uh, I had a, I was talking to a, a guy and he's like, oh, "I haven't seen this, but I've seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico." And I'm like, "That's weird. I'm the opposite." You haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Uh-uh. It's fun. I hear like, I'm getting like mixed reviews on it, having it been out for like over ten years. But um, I can see why they would do that. But I went in there with you know, I wouldn't say low expectations, but kind of. You well, know. see, I would have high expectations, being I like Robert Rodriguez, and I like Desperado, and, you know, I mean... I really like Johnny Depp in it. I heard he's really good. Yeah, I really like Johnny Depp in it. Um, it's gotta be better than The Tourist, right? <laughs> Ugh. Um, and that's Doug throwing his cigarette packed out in disgust, in disgust thinking about The, the tourist. tourist. It was... The ending was so stupid. <laughs> Oh my god, the ending was so stupid. Have you seen it? No. Oh my god, it is... I heard enough things about it that I declined to see it. It's... Do you know how it ends? No. Well, basically, this guy... Johnny... Can I just do it? Yeah. yeah okay. You know I don't so, care about spoilers. So Johnny Depp... If you haven't seen it, well, just keep living your life. But, um... So Johnny Depp... It's, it's like... The whole movie's like mistaken identity. They think he's like this drug kingpin criminal guy... And all this, and uh, the cops think it's him, and the gangsters think it's him. He's like, no, no, I'm just a tourist. Mm-hmm. And then um, it turns out that he's had, like, complete facial reconstructive surgery, voice surgery. Like, it's actually him, and that's the big, like, payoff. Face off. Like, Fuck yeah. Face off was way better. No, just, you know, you say voice altering and reconstructive surgery. That's immediately where I'm going to go. Oh, my God. 
Papa's got a brand new bag. Um, this, I, love, I love Face Off so much. Um, we talk about Face Off a lot. I know. It's so awesome. <laughs> um, so awesome. Um, but yeah, it's just like, the ending is just like, ugh, God. And he's just like, you knew it was me even though you didn't know it was me. And that's why you fell in love with me. Like, how I got you to fall in love with me again. And it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. You're like, shut the no. fuck up. No. Yeah, like, bad giant up. I, I expect this from Angela Jolie, but not you. Um, she's in crap movies. She's in good movies as well, but the crap she's in is, is fucking crap. Like what? Um, Other than Tomb Raider. Oh, fuck, I was going to say second Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, Cradle Life. Um, she, she's got to be in bad movies, right? There's got to be something I in really, there. I really, really hated Wanted. You and I are going to argue about this later. We've argued about that before. I, I did Wanted. not change my opinion. Um, <laughs> fuck, now let's see. Hackers was good. Changeling was good. Did you see Salt? No. I wonder if that was any good. It looked like it's just a generic action movie. Which... That's not necessarily a bad thing. Oh my god. My friend, uh... I, I was loading up, um... Uh, yesterday's episode for Gonzo and uh, he handed me uh, uh, his friend's uh, USB drive that had some movies on it and I was of course looked at what movies they were and it's actually not bad it's, this is the end uh, a pirate copy of World's End um, The Heat which was alright um, for what it was it was it was fine I didn't hear good things but go ahead it followed that action formula like Beat by beat by beat, but with women. Um, but it was it was funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't not enjoy it. Okay. Um. But uh, and sitting there was a good day to die hard. Uh. And I was like, "Tell me you haven't watched it." And he's like, "Yeah, I watched it a couple of days ago." I'm like, "I'm so sorry." He's like, "I'm like." Oddly you... enough, my sister said the same thing to me the other day. She's like, "I was watching the last one." Eye candy was the only redeeming quality. One, it makes the fourth one look like fucking Citizen Kane. And the fourth one, I liked the fourth one. I liked I liked Live Free. I was ambivalent about the fourth one. I liked Timothy Oliphant. I liked Justin Long. I was itchy about it being PG-13, but... Um, Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yeah, but how he gets interrupted saying that is fucking John McClane. Is shooting himself. To get the bad guy. Like, that's goddamn... My issue... A couple issues with, with the fourth and fifth ones where that's when John McClane becomes, like, super cop. Yeah. Like, when Justin Long's like, you shot that helicopter with a car and he's like, you're a bullet. It's like, that's not fucking John McClane. John McClane is, you know, wrong place, wrong time. Well, Nakatomi also, Plaza. Like I said, he's also persistent and tough. Yeah, and he can take the punishment but not to the level that you see in especially Live for Your Die Hard. Or not Live for Your... Um, uh, yeah, good day to die hard. Fucking the amount of abuse he takes in that is just fucking ridiculous. Especially I'm sorry, because I'm back to community in my head now because we're talking about die hard. Uh, anyone want to go to Nakatomi, su- uh, Nakatomi sushi. sushi? The Hans Gruber is to die for. Um, <laughs> but mostly when love they, that they break the bowl or something, and so he takes off his shoes. shoes. <laughs> He's like, oh, he got the die hard uh, beater. White, white yeah. yeah. Um, uh. Oh God, I love Abed. Um, but uh, 
yeah, it, it just... So anyway, so I was like, do you, and it's funny because I, I I remember the text I sent you after I watched it. Yeah. Was uh, I I believe in the uh, or I uh, I can believe more in the um, accuracy and uh, believability. That's not a word. Um, of the of the entirety of uh, Never Ending Story. Fuck it, Never Ending Story two more <laughs> than I can the first like twenty eight minutes of the new Die Hard. And when Gonzo was like, yeah, I saw it, and I was like, seriously, just the, like, kind of the opening scene where John McClane meets uh, John Jr. Jesus fucking Christ, really? John Jr.? Um, which I, but I believe that was set up that his name was... John? Yeah, that they were both Johns. I don't know if they ever talked about... Because they never talk about the son in any of the movies. It's always the daughter. <laughs> um, Played by the one that played Ramona in um, uh, Mary Elizabeth Win- Winstead, whatever her name is. Ramona from Scott Pilgrim. Oh. It's the actress that plays yeah. his daughter in the fourth and fifth one. Um, yeah, where he's just like, sees his son and he's like, there's my son, he's in trouble, I better like commandeer or hijack this military vehicle that just happens to be here. And it's like, fucking what? You're like, excuse me? Um, yeah. I should probably move on before you start angry ranting. Or... Uh... My angry, my weird anger rant was that we were talking. I got into a conversation about Avatar, and how, um, you know, this. I'm really kid- interested to see how you're gonna get Avatar to the abyss. Well, because I I used and he didn't understand the analogy. Uh, I'm hoping some of our, our audience does. I I think you might. Well, I've never seen Avatar. Um. Well, I'm talking about the analogy. Okay. Um, but you know, he was like, "Yeah, it's so fucking amazing." I'm like, "Well." Yes, it's visually amazing. And it's not, I wouldn't say poorly written. But you know what my go-to is going to be in terms of the writing? Yeah. Unobtainium. Which, by the way, he had never put together. I was like, you can't fucking obtain it. He called it unobtainium. That's just shitty writing. That's, that's lazy just, writing. That's, okay. yes. There there we go. Not shitty. Lazy. Thank you. That was the word I was searching for yesterday. It just, yeah, it's, it's just, just fucking, writing. it's lazily written. And... Uh, given I didn't see it in theaters, and I think if I would have seen it in IMAX in 3D, fuck yeah, I would have blown my dick off. But I didn't. I was watching it on DVD and pulling it apart, especially after I, you know, had watched and was aware of the South Park episode with its, you know, dances with Smurfs. It's fucking Fern Gully 3D. Like, you know, like I had that shit in my head watching it. I'm going, yeah. Oh, Fern Gully. I wonder if that holds up. It does not. Does no? It does not hold up well at all, but there's still things in it. That Tim you Curry, enjoy. the singing evil smog monster? Yeah, it does not hold up particularly well, but it is worth Robin revisiting. Williams being Robin Williams, but as that, a bat. I think that might have scarred me a little bit as a kid. Well, it was like trees bled. That can't be good to see as a child. Well, that and the fact that she actually supposedly kind of died at the end and then magically came back in a flower. No oh, lord. But like I said, I think that might have like scarred me as a kid. Yeah, I think it was with with the trees bleeding and with smog. Was his name Smog? Something like that. Something just on the It was the like Plutor. Plutor. <laughs> um, but no. Because so, I am Captain Planet. No. Someone tried to do that like with our powers combined, and I didn't catch it. And I started going. Form up an ice menorah. Yeah. So fucking. Uh, yeah. I went Wonder Twins. That's what I would have done. 
And, uh, but they were going, uh, and, and they, they were, were kept in planning. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know which one of us just totally nerded out on there. Um, and then I started going off about how the heart power is fucking ridiculous. Um, it's fucking useless. He never does it to do anything. Something else that doesn't hold up well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, didn't he have, like, a polluting... Like, wasn't there, like, a Captain Pollution? Didn't he have, like, a Bizarro? I did... Well, I do believe he had a counterpart. Like, it was also just, you know, you had the dumb American character in the Soviet. Oh, oh, and it was, like... Yeah, and you've got, like... And it's... It's, like, Chekhov from fucking the original Star Trek, where it's, like, so fucking stereotypical, it's not even... Like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> and, like, the... It's, like, the hot-headed, like... Like, pop culture savvy, but really campy joke American because wasn't he fire I think he was fire he was, yeah, he was a he redhead was, he was, and he's he was like a I'm a brash American like I said he was a douche he's like yeah. the precursor to a Chad his name should have been fucking Chad it was probably Chaz like knowing given that, the time period yeah Chaz yeah. would have been an appropriate name but it, you know but if his name was Edward like he went by Eddie because he was banana bird exactly um so anyway, so we were talking and I was like, you know, it's just fucking lazily written. He's like, well, you know, and I was like, fucking new James Cameron is like Frank Miller. And and I say Frank Miller, once again, I'm, I'm comparing Frank Miller now to, with James Cameron now, where you either get art or story, never, never both. both. Yeah, unfortunately. And he was like, well, like, name one with both. And I'm like, not Frank Miller, because I could do that. Um, Sin City. In terms of Frank Miller, yeah, I would go Sin City, uh, Dark Knight, mm-hmm. um, Daredevil, uh, the Daredevil Born Again. I mean, all of his fucking early work was fucking spot on. I mean, Death of Electra, or and then you get the Spirit, and then you get. Well, no, I'm talking purely comic book at this oh, point because then he does like Dark Knight Strikes Again, and it's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Though apparently Grant Morrison's got a huge defense of it um, that I need to re-listen to. But um, no, and my go-to for when Cameron had both was Abyss mm-hmm. and uh, despite I, I feel it had some shortcomings uh, the first two Terminators it did have some two part, some shortcomings but they're still highly enjoyable I'm not that big of a fan of T2 I, I've got friends that argue with me and I'm just like I didn't like I I didn't like the like the kind of like, sequel amp up with it you know what I mean yeah what was I watching with Michael where the mom was played by the actress from T. Crap. Which what? Oh, we were watching Chuck, and his mom is played by the same actress from Terminator. Oh, so uh, L- really, Linda Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, it's really funny because it's like his dad is Scott Bakula. <laughs> so it's like you've got Terminator and... Uh, Are you going to go Quantum Leap or Star Trek on that? I was going to go Quantum that? Leap, actually. You can go Star Trek. I always go Quantum Leap just because in my head... This wasn't he the I'm captain always, on Voyager? He was New Enterprise. The new Enterprise. Oh, Enterprise, yeah, Like you're I right. said, in my head, I'm always waiting for him to step out of the scene and say, why haven't I leaped yet? <sighs> Just have, uh, what is it, Dean Stockwell come in with Ziggy, and he's like, meh, 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 when he slaps it. I was going to say, it's a 39% chance you can't leave until she loves you back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I liked Quantum Leap. I liked Quantum Leap, I wonder if it holds up. I wonder if it holds up. I was going to say, I liked Quantum Leap, too, but it's just one of those things where... It totally typecast him in my head, so now every time I see him doing anything, I'm waiting for him, like I said, to step out of the scene and ask why he hasn't leaked yet. It wasn't Major League 3? 
No, it wasn't. No, he was in a football movie. What was it? Necessary reference. Uh, Necessary roughness. Eh. With Sinbad. Mm. Yeah, Scott Bakula played the quarterback. Of course he did. <laughs> he was he, he was you know he was high on the hog then. Now not so much. I don't even know what you're saying to me now. Are you using sports references? No. What high on the hog? Yeah, you're eating did high he, on the hog. Did he OD on pork? No, eating high on the hog. You've never heard that? No. It means like you're getting the like, you're on top of the world. You're the you're eating high on the hog. You're getting the best parts. Apparently the head. I don't, I'm not quite sure what the. The entomology of, of that saying, where that necessarily comes from. Can we move on? Because you're confusing me. Okay. How about your mother season premiere? Loved it. <laughs> um, opens with Barney and Robin thinking they're cousins. Yeah, I loved that joke. That didn't see, me up. They didn't do see have that a cousin coming. in common just by marriage. But just by marriage. <laughs> and I love the. He's got six fingers. Total or on one hand? <laughs> that that the, is a necessary question. That is a necessary question. Um, yeah, I think we, I, I talked to you off air about it, but, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of, uh, Marshall's faith in humanity being rewarded. I, I, I was a little schmaltzy, but it had to happen. But Marshall's that good guy. He needs to have his faith in humanity. I know. I was going to say, I mean, he, he always wanted to be an environmental lawyer, Lily, and now him and Lily have Li- a child. And- well, and Lily doesn't... No, he's a judge yet, right? Because the baby, because the baby deleted it on Facebook, which I was like laughing hysterically at. Cause I'm like, that is a me talking to my mom of like, just go to options. Just there's, it's on the left. Go, just click on. No, don't. You know, oh, I see the guy with a sausage. That's not a sausage. Yeah, like, but yeah, like just the level of like how Facebook is. Made it very difficult to do things. Well, I don't Facebook, so. Um, Sorry, I don't social media. I don't want the abuse or the drama. Come on. I'll tell you about drama later. But I love how she has driving gloves, and she and Ted really are going to be perfect for each other. Oh, God, yes. And once again, I saw the bake because I'm going, is she going to do the show tunes? But I think it's just when she's making, is it when she's making breakfast that she sings? It's something about singing show tunes. I really want to see her paintings of robots. yes. I mean, it's like it's 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 one of those like I want to see them do all the things they've set her up to do, and it was it's a it's a nice cute meet with um, or meet cute with with uh, her and Lily yeah. on the train. Like that was I like that like Lily's met the mom before Ted did. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, and it's like and 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 really it's funny because I I thought about that where they talk about when. Um, who is it? Laura uh, Prapan? God, she's such a douche on that show. She pr- plays that she's, character so well. What did they say? She's the heir to the Massingale fortune. Um, she's so douchey. Which apparently you see her boobs like right off the bat in uh, Orange is the New Black. I haven't seen any episodes, but I hear good things. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, because uh, you remember in the episode where, like, I think the final episode where she was on and they were talking about the the, was it the, the front porch test? Yeah. And to have Lily be the first one to meet the mother and bond, it was like a nice nod she's gonna to pass the front she's going to pass that test. Well, it's really funny because I just, I love her imagining them on the front porch when they're old. That and oh, her breaking you're... up with Ted in the Darth Vader outfit. Well, that was Lily breaking yeah, up no, with. Yeah, I know I'm talking about, Lily breaking up with and Ted. And she's like, oh, live long and prosper, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I just like that. Oh, remember your friend Marshall? He's dead. And then they have the joke about Lily making them this insanely awesome dinner, and Ted looking at it and being like, no wonder Marshall's gonna die. Yeah. He's like fried chicken and mac and cheese. Cheese and, stuff, and homemade know? biscuits and Something yeah. Something like that. No wonder. It's all comfort food. Yeah. Mm hmm. But no, I like it. I like And the joke about them not being able to play bridge, but she wants them to know how to play bridge. Um, we'll take lessons. It's important to keep active. We'll take a class. Um, no, I just, I really like that, you know, they, they're starting to set it up. And, um, it, once again, interesting convention that, um, the whole season's gonna be that weekend, I think, is how they're building it up. I believe so. Is how that's set up, is that you're always gonna have that countdown of, now, once again, like, they could be playing kind of a, a mind fuck on us, and is that a countdown to the mother, or is that a countdown to, um... You know the wedding type yeah. of thing. It's it's like when they had the countdown episode, and you think it's going to be the baby, and it ends up being his, his dad. dad. Oh my boy. god! Oh, that episode killed me. You know, and I even I love the relationship between Marshall and his dad. You want to hear? You want to hear how how almost out of control my uh, emotional intuition is now? Oh god! I got a little misty reading the plot of Forrest Gump today on the bus. You know, Doug, there's such a thing as being too into I know. Feelings. It was just like, I was just, I don't know why I was thinking about looking up Forrest Gump. Which is funny because now in my head I'm singing a little bit of the Lonely Island Michael Bolton song, Captain Jack Sparrow, because part of it he sings a little bit about Forrest Gump. About how I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'll give you all my love. I have no idea what you're talking about. Never mind. Oh, um, I'm not cool. No, I just like to listen to uh, the Dirt Nasty Pandora Station when I work out and a lot of Lonely Islands on that. Okay. That's, You're uh, not going to make fun of the dirt when you're listening to Dirt Nasty? I'm letting the audience do it for me. Um, you're letting that one go? Yeah. I let that one go. I don't have two hours. I see. Um, uh. I totally had something. Anyway, totally had something for that. Oh my God! Speaking Ooh, I of arch, for that. speaking of archer quotes, do you know what I've absorbed into just saying like all the time? Sploosh. No. Uh, come on, buddy. I also do that. Wah, wah. Wah. Oh, I did. Don't cry. You're ugly when you cry. Bok bok. <laughs> Which is oh, the bok bok. The bok bok. The bok bok. That came from C Lab because that's the isn't that one of the sounds that uh, Quinn's doppelganger did? Where it's like I'm helpful, I'm helpful. Does I bok bok? think so. Like, it's like, jokes on you, I fed Turtle Face a buttload of peanuts. God, I miss E-Lab. Oh, so much. Anywho, um... So on the sleepy hollow. Uh... Woo! I was gonna say Bob's Burgers is coming back, and, uh, John Benjamin's the voice of Diet Coke. Fucking figure that one out. Actually, if Diet Coke was a person, I can, I can imagine them sounding like John Benjamin. Or even looking like John if Benjamin, it, actually. If you do it in the Bob's Burgers context, it makes total sense. You do it in Archer, it makes so no much. sense. It's like, it should be Glenguly Blue. Like... I think if Diet Coke was a person, they might look like cereal. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? I bet Agent Kane thunks it plenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Stir Friday. That's way better than what we had. Well, am we I the only it. one that's wondering what they called it before that? Yes. No. Okay. No, you're not. I mean, is it good? Yes, I'm not I crazy. wonder as well. 
Good, I'm not crazy. No. Oh, God, no. Because um, Stir Friday is the only thing that makes sense to me. And it's good. Well, no, it's not good. Well, if it's better than what they had, then by default it's good. Oh, my God, I have a coworker that's obsessed with the Hump Day commercial. That goddamn camel? Yes. He comes in my kitchen, he's like, dip, 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 dip. What day is it? And I'm like... Is he doing it ironically, or is he Hump doing day. it... He's like, what, what? It's terrible. And considering that he's a giant check, it's even worse. Is that like a foreigner, like, just absorbing American culture? Is well, that... it's a funny commercial. It's just one of those things where sometimes, you know how your brain gets stuck on things? I yeah. think that earworm is stuck in his head. <sighs> like, I think one of our friends might actually kill me for making her watch the Fox video. And I randomly text her every once in a while, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, 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 woo. That's all I have to do is put ding, 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 ding. And she normally texts me back in expletives because I've gotten it stuck in her head again. <laughs> what does the fuck say? Oh, I just got See? To... See? Yeah. Earworm in your head now. Uh-huh. This is your fault. Well, it beats having the league theme stuck in my head. I love that song, though. I know. It, but it's Chelsea not... Daggers? It's not. Really? No. Okay, then. I know, I thought it was, too. I think it's how I fell across the Fratellis. Um, how are you digging their stuff, by the way? Like I, I'm liking it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Did I put the Scissor Sisters song on that? No, Next, you did I don't not. think I did. No. No. The Scissor Sisters song, which is third eye, for Dan. Third Eye Blind ended up uh, making it onto the 2013 mix. Ooh. Yeah. That, uh, how's it going to be when you don't know me? It's like... God, Doug. I know, but like it was just I was in a mood on Tuesday. No, it's just one of those things where every once in a while you fall in love with this song. And you're like, this is so a guilty pleasure song. I don't it, want to admit this to people that this it is was, how I yeah. felt at any given point. It was just time. like I was in a mood, and it started playing on KBCO, which sucks, by the way. Well, it doesn't suck. It's 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 just not KBCO anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we're actually getting close on our time, so if you want to do your little Clara bit, and then we'll move on. Uh, I got to. I think I mentioned this. Uh, Maybe past, it's been a couple days since I've watched, but I got to uh, the snowman, or no, past snowman. Um, I got to the Bells of St. John on Doctor Who, uh, getting closer and closer to wrapping up the, getting completely caught up. And, uh... Did you do your Who blast? Oh, it's gonna be a whole hour. Um, that, that might be a special who episode. <laughs> so, um... But, uh... Yeah, so I'm really excited because Clara's popped up, um... And it really is just... The episode after that has nothing to do with any of the um, mystery behind her. But it does have some very interesting Doctor moments. Which, if you know, it's called the Rings of Octakin or something. It's one where like, they have to sing Ocarina? to... Ocarina? Macarena? Ocarina of Time? I literally can't remember what the song Macarena sounds like. This is phenomenal. That way I don't get stuck in my head. Um... I oh damn it ha um sorry go ahead but uh yeah it's a really interesting doctor moment where he's like oh you feed off of like the stories like take my story and he just seems really like the doctor seems really fucked up and I'm wondering if that's gonna go somewhere or not I don't want you to tell me but it's just he's taking a weird turn right it's like he's like he gets like meeting Clara snaps him out of a funk but then like he's still like weird and dark yeah. on that episode and I'm like is that going somewhere or like why is Moffat doing this is kind of my question at this point is I'm like where outside of the Clara mystery where is is 
Matt Smith's doctor kind of going emotionally. And like I said, I still have the second half of the season to get through um, and figure out why the fuck John Hurt's in it. Um, and if an alien's going to burst out of him. Um, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna assume that he's gonna go for a hat trick. He's just gonna go for a hat trick. Cause it happened in Alien, it happened in Spaceballs, fuck it, like, just, you know, close that loop. And fucking, um, I just used close that loop in context. Um, I used Quemins in context. I hate that fucking word! Yeah, but I, I but texted, I with my I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you when we're done. I used it in context. Yeah, so, uh, Clara, I'm very excited, and I'm wondering where Matt's going to go, and if he takes a turn that I don't like, will I still be him for Halloween? Alright, well, and the internet told me I'm wrong. The Shaggy Dog's an old sheep, old English sheepdog. Yep. Okay. Um, Mistakes I made this week. Would you like to go first? I stepped on a bee. Um... <laughs> Not not like on purpose, not like a great hunter. Like, oh, step on the yeah, bee. Yeah, like, fuck you, me. bee. Um, I, uh... Oh, you can tell the Red Bulls kicked in. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking abyss! Bees! Um, Once again, there were threats of fun. Aggressive threats, like, this is gonna be great! It's gonna be fun! I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna face punch you in the fucking ear, dick. Um... That's a t-shirt. Yeah, but don't, um, don't step on bees. Yeah, don't step on bees. Well, why were, I, you, why were you barefoot I, outside? <laughs> um, pretending to be a primitive. No, um, I, uh, I went outside to uh, smoke a cigarette and uh, peruse the yard work my mom had set out for me. And uh, I walked out into the lawn barefoot because I'd, like, I'd just woken up, thrown on my workout clothes to do yard work, and, you know, wasn't wearing shoes because... Dog, I don't, I don't think you can call them workout clothes. I do yard work outside. Okay. There you go. Um, Wordplay is fun play. Wouldn't that just be your yard clothes? They'd be work outside clothes, and if you were to shorten that like this generation, this new generation does, then they'd be called workout. <clears throat> um, so, <laughs> so the abyss. No. Um, bees. Bees. So I, um, I walk out into the yard where there are no flowers. It's just grass. This is your front yard or your backyard? Backyard. Yeah, so that, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, backyard is, yeah. You guys don't have a dog. Front yard is put on shoes. Yeah. I, I don't know why there's that connotation, but you're absolutely right. Well, yeah, it's backyard. Because backyard, you're kind of, what's happening in it is more controlled. So it's not like probably more casual. Like, you know, you're not out in front of the house. My thoughts on it is somebody's not going to randomly drive by and break a bottle in your backyard. That might happen in your front yard. Fair enough. Because most of the time when I put shoes on, it's for fear of glass. And I live downtown and people pee everywhere. Yes, they do. Um, so uh, I take a step into the yard, feel something sharp in the ar- in the arch of my foot. In the hollow arch area. Yeah, and it feels like, and I'm sure people, you, you probably felt this, when you step on a rock or a twig and you're like, oh, that's just stuck in my foot. Not like in my foot, but like kind of stuck on your skin. Yeah. So I lift up to get the, you know, and I'm like, ow, well, that, whatever. And as I lift my foot up to what, you know, get the whatever, I've just, the bee just flies away lazily. Like, Goes somewhere to die. Yeah. And it was just like, this immediate, like, I just got stung by a bee. And then the pain hit. And I'm not allergic. It, it's fine. Like, it literally bothered me for less than a day. It still hurts. But yeah, it was just like this 
it was just like a sentient, angry needle poking me in the arch of my foot for like four hours. You're like, this is bullshit. That and part of it was my mom was like, you're being a fucking pussy. Like, you're going to be doing yard work. I'm like, no, they should be getting me out of it. Um, no, I wouldn't watch you how to yard work for a bee sting. Uh-uh. That's like I why in, I don't... Like I said, Doug, I work in a kitchen. You have to deal with cuts and burns almost constantly. Yeah, all right. My neighbors are yelling like white trash at each other. Speaking of people peeing everywhere. I was going to say, well, I actually had an interesting mistake I made this week. Uh, I'm going to tell you the story and then I will explain it. I was leaving work and I had not had a good shift. We were extremely busy, which is fine, but we kind of got set up for failure. Like, uh, I was going to say, I wasn't well enough prepared because I didn't get enough information. I'm trying to be as vague as I can about who's to blame for this. Okay. And I left and I was not in a good mood and I'd taken some food with me. I'd taken some goulash to take to a friend that works down the street. And as I'm leaving, I'm like, well, it's only a few blocks away. I won't bother firing up Pandora. And uh, I realize I'm walking down Broadway, a very busy street, on Saturday night at about midnight. So yeah. Friday night at about midnight, actually. Yeah, so the bar scene is It's in full effect. Well. Mm-hmm. I'm walking past this club, and I hear these two drunk idiots having the loudest, most annoying conversation ever. The one line of it that I particularly remember this is... this is a mistake you made? Or I'll, I'll get to okay. that. I've never been under so much pressure from so many different baskets before. That's right, baskets. Baskets? Baskets before. It yeah. was basically him loudly drunk whining, which is no big deal, but I'm right. in a bad mood, and I don't want to deal with it, and so I, you know, walk extra fast and get past them, and I stop at my friend's place, and I give him his goulash, and we talk for a minute, and I do a shot of him, and then I leave. The second I walk out, there they are on the other side of the street, having that exact same conversation again. I got fucking drunk lapped. Like I said, I did something nice for somebody, and I was rewarded with being drunk-lapped by these idiots. What is drunk-lapped? I was in long enough that they caught up with me, and I kind of, unfortunately, got lapped in the conversation. Where I left and came back in at the exact same okay. time. Okay, okay. So I had, I managed about to... About faskets? Faskets. Faskets? Well, just, there's an S in it, I see. Faskets. Oh, two of them. Yeah. Like I said, it was just one of those things where it's like, I know I've done this before. But I was just in such a foul mood. I'm just like, meh, meh, meh. People hate. Meh, stab. <laughs> and then you put on Dirt Nasty on Pandora. Actually, I was listening to the Patton Oswalt station because I find if I'm in a foul mood, listening to comedians makes me feel better. Oh, okay. I'm sure that's a big shock to everybody. Funny things make me feel happy. Sometimes. Well, I wasn't in it. I was just say I was just in a foul mood. I wasn't necessarily sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just needed some time to recharge and unload my brain, yeah. which is funny because I texted the non-turd <laughs> and told him I needed to, I needed him to make me a cocktail and have it waiting for me when I got back to my apartment. Nice. Which sounds douchier than it was it, means because he lives upstairs, so it's not a big deal. Wasn't that the Kennedy treatment in uh, How I Met Your Mother? Something like that. And it's really funny because I walked in and he was at my place watching the regular show and I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom and write down two things before I can talk to you. <laughs> Because I just, I, like I said, I had to break down some things on the whiteboard to get them out of my head and then kind of get into a different space. Thank so God I, you went with whiteboard. I was a little worried when you said I have to go to the bathroom and write something. I'm no, like, no, no. I was going to say, I just The kinda, shit smeared ramblings of a mental patient. No, I just kind of needed to get into a different headspace so I wouldn't be foul with him for no reason. You know Fair what I mean? Enough. Yeah, no, I get you. So I was just, I was just like, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> there's a lot of meh, meh, and there's a lot of high five on this episode. That's okay. Uh, social contract asshole. This is kind of an odd one. If somebody sends you a naked picture, 
Oh, yeah. Wasn't me. No, God, no, no. Somebody sends you a naked picture. The social contract is not to show it to other people. I pause it unless it's to make fun of them. I still don't think it's appropriate. Like I said, I, they're I have body image issues. You, no one will ever get naked pictures of me. I, if I could, if it didn't wig me out, I'd take showers in the dark. Even I don't want to see me naked. Actually, let take, alone taking Snapchat. a shower in the dark is pretty awesome. Fuck no, it's fucking creepy. Okay, fine. But yes, no, and this this comes from Hold an on. incident. Bathrooms are always the room where you wash your face when you look up the monsters in the mirror. <laughs> I'm just saying. You have that phobia? Yeah. I mean, Paula Tompkins helped kind of cure a little bit of it with the like the small bathroom. I was going to say, oh, monster... it, excuse me. So oh, pardon, pardon me. I got to get oh, past you. Oh, yeah. 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 But, like, yeah, dark bathrooms, not okay. Fine. Anyways, but like I said, this, this comes from a conversation I had with a friend where she was saying that the guy she's kind of been seeing has been sending her naked pics for the last few days. And she was explaining to me that she was getting annoyed by it. Her manager asked if she could see them. And she said, yes. I'm like, no, 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 no. If somebody sends you a naked pic, the right things to do is not to show it to other people. Now, hold on. If he's sending them to the point where it's annoying, it's annoying wouldn't it learn him a lesson? she hasn't seen him. So she's getting a little frustrated that she gets to look at it, but not Oh, there's a sexual it. frustration as opposed there to, yes. like, oh, I'm being bombarded by dick pics. This is annoying. There's too many dicks on my phone. That's why I clean out my contact list every three months. Um, that was a good one. High five. Ooh, back to back. Back to back. That was that was a bad one. Maybe maybe we should call that the Doug and Deborah. The backwards high five. Doing it wrong the right way. That sounds like an anal sex how-to manual. So does the Doug and Deb whatever. High five. It's like this whole theory of it. If you put a a, a type of food. Uh, with a country that it shouldn't go with, it sounds like a sexual act. Like a Swedish California roll. Okay, so, if somebody sends you naked pics, keep them to yourself. Or you're gonna get a Swedish California roll. Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our supervillain friend of the show. Hello. We have some questions for you if you'd like to answer them. That would be acceptable. Bruce from Gotham asks... How do you feel about immigration reform? Exterminate, exterminate, exter. Wait, you tried to trick me. A moderate approach is best, but in the end it is useless. Assimilate, assimilate, assimilate. Resistance is futile. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!